Life Audio. Hey, sis, and welcome to Inside Out with Courtney. It's a podcast that helps thousands of women all around the globe, just like you, grow in Christ, character, calling, career, and community. Join me along with occasional guests as we talk about biblical truths, overcoming issues of life as Christian women, while also being encouraged and equipped for every good work as we await the return of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Courtney Richard, and after a quick commercial break, we'll get ready to start growing from the inside out. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Well, again, welcome to the show. Today, I'm going to be talking about shielding your heart in today's turbulent times. Oh my gosh, there is so much that is going on. I mean, if you're watching the news or just hearing conversations at work or in church or just wherever you are, right? I mean, even on social media, everybody's just talking about all the things that are happening just all around our world. And I personally like to know what's going on because I also read the Bible. And so I parallel what's going on, you know, in regards to where we are in the signs of the times. A lot of times I will do end time talks. And so if you ever see me out there on social media and saying, hey, I'm going to do an end time talk, it's because I just want to update you and let you know, like just how to be alert. And it's not to scare you, but Jesus did tell us to be mindful and to be aware and to be alert to stay alert of the things that are happening in our world and just kind of keep watch and to see, you know, what's going on so that we can know to be ready to always be on guard and not just that, but to also evangelize, right? To be able to help others, to be able to come into the kingdom before it's too late. And Jesus told us there would be times like Sodom and Gomorrah and like the days of Noah. And we are seeing a lot of that right now. And the end times has been a long time, right? It's been a long time, but there is going to be a generation that will be here at the time that the Lord returns. And so could we be that generation? Could we be the ones that are here, right, during that time? And so we want to be ready. And that's why I always say in my signature, let's be ready from the inside out, from the heart. And so today we're going to be talking about the heart and we're going to talk about how to shield it, which is how to protect it. You know, I always like to break down definitions and according to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, a shield is actually a broad piece of defensive armor that's carried on the arm. It's something or someone that protects or defends. It's a cover or barrier. 
Now we know that spiritual warfare happens in our lives, right? And so it's good. We have the the armor of God. We have that shield of faith, right? That protects our, our minds and our hearts and all of that. It just covers us. That big shield protects us, okay? Now we know we have the breastplate of righteousness and things like that, but that shield of faith, oh my gosh, whenever we're afraid, but it's not just about when we're afraid. It's also about covering our heart. It's covering our body, right? If it's big, then it's going to cover us completely. And so that is what the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to raise up not only that shield of faith, but also to protect our hearts. I'm going to share a couple of verses with you in a bit, but we're going to go ahead and dive a little bit deeper into this, okay, into this topic. Okay, so this is going to be a little bit of a Bible study today. And so if you are in a Bible study in your church, that is great. This is going to be just a little bit extra, right? This is just going to be like the dessert after the dinner. So it's okay. Um, but if you are not in a regular Bible study, I think this is going to be good. And even no matter whatever case that you're in, I just think that this is going to be good for us because if you're looking to grow in the word of God, if you're looking to grow personally, then I really believe that this episode is going to be that for you. And so for me, I love, love, love to be transformed by the Holy Spirit and by the word of God. I don't mind it convicting me because I know it's going to make me better. It's going to make me better for my household. It's going to make me better for myself right? It's going to make me better for others as I minister and I serve others in my community and my church, also my online community, the ministry that God has blessed me with, and even through this podcast. So I'm all right with God convicting me. Are you all right with God convicting you a little bit? <laughs> I hope you said a wholehearted yes, all right? Because listen, we are being changed from the inside out. And we're talking about the heart today. And that is what God is concerned about. He wants us to love him with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength, and also to love our neighbor as ourselves. And so this is going to be some Bible study. So if you are not driving your car, I just want to let you know, then go ahead, open up your Bible, go grab it real quick, pause on this, come back to it. And we are going to dive in, get your highlighter, get your pens, because we are going into the word of God. This episode is going to be life changing. So hang in there. There may be some things that you're going to hear that you're going to be like, "Ooh, ouch. And that's okay. Again, that is the conviction. Now we're going to be reading from Matthew 15. So open up your Bible or just listen in wherever you are. Okay. And um, because let me tell you something, we rarely read the whole context. A lot of times we just kind of hear a little nugget or, you know, somebody will say a verse or they'll try to hurry up and get through the, the scriptures, you know, because they feel like people don't want to hear the word of God. But scripture tells us, you know, the apostle Paul, which I absolutely love, he was a teacher, right? He was an apostle, but he was teaching Timothy, young Timothy, who was going to be a pastor, a leader to be able to teach the word of God and share the gospel. And he was telling him, listen, in first Timothy 413, he says, until I get there, until I get there, he told Timothy, focus on reading the scriptures to the church encouraging the believers and teaching them. So today I'm going to read the scriptures to you. A lot of you who are listening to this podcast are believers. If you're not a believer, you can become a believer today because Jesus loves you. He cares about you. you just repent, turn away from your sins, and you can be welcomed into the kingdom of heaven today. That is the heart of God. And that is what he desires for you today, which is salvation. He loves you just that much to save you, to have a relationship with you, to talk to you, to help you, to encourage you, to strengthen you. In this podcast, I talk about walking in your calling and in your career and just whatever it is that God's calling you to do, growing in Christ, right? But also in community. And so this podcast is like growing in community, right? We are community, okay? So there are community of listeners out there that listen to this podcast. So 
whether you are a believer, just becoming a believer, or just listening and wanting to know more about the faith, then this is a great place to be. This is a great episode to listen to. All right. So we're going to read the scriptures. We're going to read it just as Paul told Timothy. All right. I'm going to ask you to do the same thing, to read the scriptures. If you have an audience, right? If you are ministering to other people, I want to speak to my teachers out there, my evangelists, the pastors out there, the women leaders that are out there. I want to tell you, listen, listen, do not be afraid to teach, to read, to encourage believers. Do not be afraid to read the whole passage of scripture. Do not be afraid to break down the word in context, okay? Because we need that. We need it broken down in context today, okay? So we're about to dive into Matthew 15, and we're going to start at verse 1. And guess what? We are going to read all the way to verse 9, just to start. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go ahead and do this. So the passage right above it, you know, I have a study Bible, and I mentioned that that I have a study Bible, and it says, Jesus teaches about inner purity. You know, this podcast is all about inside out and talking about from the heart. So this is what the passage of scripture says. It says, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law now arrived from Jerusalem to see Jesus. They asked him, why do your disciples disobey our age old tradition? For they ignore our tradition of ceremonial hand washing before they eat. Jesus replied, and why do you, by your traditions, violate the direct commandments of God? For instance, God says, honor your father and mother, and anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father or mother must be put to death. But you say it is all right for people to say to their parents, sorry, I can't help you, for I have vowed to give to God what I would have given to you. He goes on to say in verse 6, In this way, you say they don't need to honor their parents. And so you cancel the word of God for the sake of your own tradition. He goes on. Now, this is Jesus. Get ready. Okay. In red, it says, you hypocrites. Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. For he wrote, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands from God. Now, I'm going to pause here for a moment because this is so important because Jesus is saying they're teaching man-made traditions. Basically, what he's saying is, so you're not going to teach the word of God? Like, you're not going to teach what my father says. Like, you're not going to teach the commands that are written. You're not going to do that. You're just going to teach them what you want them to hear. And so we have to understand that when people are teaching you something that is contrary to the word of God, you don't have to receive that because he goes on to talk about their blind guides. If they're not going to teach you the truth, then you don't have to eat it up. If they're not going to teach you exactly what the word of God is saying, what the spirit of the Lord is saying, you're going to know them, right? By their fruit. That's what he talks about. When you know these false teachers that are telling you what you want to hear, or they have these man-made rules or it's legalism or anything like that, then you don't have to eat that up. You don't have to receive that. You can reject that. All right. And then if there's no fruit, there's no love, there's no joy, there's no peace, there's no long suffering, no patience, no gentleness, no kindness, no humility, things like that, then you will know them. That's what Jesus says. You will know them by their fruit. And so if you're not seeing the right teaching and you're not getting the right fruit from it, then it's questionable. And so Jesus is saying, don't listen to that. He goes on to say, let's go on. Then Jesus calls to the crowds to come in here. This is verse 10. He says, listen, And try to understand, it's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. You are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. Now, I want to pause here for a moment. 
What are the words that are coming out of our mouths that can defile us, that can cause harm for others, that can, you know, kill our witness out there, those types of things. Have people to look at us like, oh my gosh, I thought she was a Christian. All right, all those things. Well, guess what? I want you to stay tuned for that because we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, I'm going to talk more about this as it regards to shielding your heart and all of those things that we talk about that come out of the mouth that can defile us. Stay tuned for some life change. All right. All right. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back. All right. Well, let's go ahead. We're continuing to talk about shielding your heart in today's turbulent times. So we're talking about Matthew. So we're talking about Matthew 15. And so what are those things that can defile us, right? What are those, those words that come out of our mouths that Jesus was talking about? So Matthew 15, 10, and 11, we just finished reading about that right before the break. And so let me just read off just a few things that can defile us, that can really just, you know, be yucky in our own hearts. And these are the things that we want to get rid of. These are the things that the Lord is saying, I want you to get rid of this stuff because this is the stuff that will defile you. Okay. Um, and, and this is, let me tell you something. This is even for us as believers. Okay. Because the Lord wants us when we are saved, that's not the end of the story. Otherwise he could have shut the book. That was it. We didn't need any more teachings, nothing. No, 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 no. We need to continue to grow, continue to mature as the book of Hebrews talks about, the writer in Hebrews. We want to continue to grow. We don't want to keep going over the same things as Hebrews talks about. Instead, we want to continue to grow in the knowledge and the understanding in God's word, right? And so when we live out our lives righteously, right, we're righteous in Christ when we are saved, but we still want to live right. Why? Because other people will want what we have. We'll be able to treat people right. We'll be able to show love because God is love. God is good. And so when we are acting out righteously, then people will experience the love and the goodness of God. But when we are not acting or living righteously, that's a, that's kind of questionable, I would have to say. And so does the word of God. It's questionable. The Bible tells us to walk out, right? To live it out, to show the results of our salvation, to walk out our salvation, right? With fear and trembling. So we have to live out this life the right way. And so the Lord tells us, let me tell you what defiles you. 
the words that you speak that are not good and they're coming right out of your mouth. But here's the thing, they're stemming from your heart. Okay, this is all coming from your heart. And I'm gonna dive more into that in just a moment. But here are some things that come out of our mouths that stem from our heart. Slander, gossip, cursing, backbiting, outburst of anger, hateful speech, lies, mean words, hurtful words, condescending words, belittling words, harsh words, corrupt speech, coarse joking, bullying with our words, putting people down with our words. That is not good. Why? Because it hurts people. God is love. God is not about hate. Satan is about hate. And I have to do this for myself. Anytime I'm experiencing any of these things, the Holy Spirit will quicken me. He will convict me and he will show me that, Courtney, that's coming from the heart. You've got to get rid of it. And so I want you to put your name there, okay? Where the Holy Spirit will say, listen, it's not okay. Because the stuff that's coming out of your mouth that is not good, it defiles you from the inside and it's yucky. Anything that's defiled is like nasty. It's yucky, right? It stinks. And the Lord is saying, you know, I don't want you to, to live a, a straddle the fence life. I want you to live a life that is righteous, that is holy. You know, he says, be holy for I am holy. And so the way we do this is anytime there's any yuckiness inside of us, we want to get it out. So if you struggle in the area of slandering people, if you struggle in the area of gossip, if you struggle with cursing, I used to struggle with cursing, trust me. I was going to church, singing in the choir, doing all this stuff. I was living a religious lifestyle, all the things, clubbing, all this stuff, cursing when I was mad, you know, just outbursts of anger, which the Bible talks about, get rid of that. All the things like God knows we're going to be angry, but it's the way we act when we're angry. That's the issue that he has. And that's the kind of stuff he says, get rid of because we can hurt people when we do that, which brings me, let's go a little bit further. We're going to go ahead and read a little bit more. It goes on to say in verse 12, it says, then the disciples came to him and asked, do you realize you offended the Pharisees by what you just said? Now, here's the thing with that. Some people listening to this podcast episode may be offended. Mm -hmm. anytime there is correction sometimes people will be offended and you'll notice like when you try to correct someone spiritually if you are a teacher or if you are trying to instruct someone or, or help someone and the holy spirit is bringing about a conviction they're not going to like it sometimes it just it hurts it stings it's like ooh, and they don't want to deal with it and sometimes they'll push it back and i don't want you to do that if you are listening to me right now and any of these things that i mentioned this ain't me, okay? This is the Holy Spirit that is convicting. Why? Because God loves you and he wants to use you and he wants you to get rid of that stuff because he knows that those things are not good. And if you're doing these things around unbelievers, they're gonna look at you and go, what's so different about her? Doesn't she go to church on Sunday? Doesn't she talk about Jesus? Doesn't she ask us to pray for us and all these things? And so you don't wanna give this oxymoron. You don't wanna do the apples and oranges type thing. You don't wanna have this like mixed, signal type of thing happening. Instead, you want to live a life that is righteous and holy, that people will want what you have and say, man, I want to be more like her. Man, there's something different about her. She doesn't act like some of the people in the office, or she doesn't act like some of the people that I see online. She doesn't act like some of these people that I work with, or, you know, that I encounter or my old friends. I mean, she doesn't act like that. And even if you're a man listening to this, he doesn't act like that. He doesn't do some of the same things that I'm seeing other people do. I want that, right? So we're supposed to have this contagious lifestyle. But if we're living and acting like the world, then they can't see anything different. And they're not going to want what we have. They're not going to want this Jesus. And so we want to make sure that we're treating people right. 
whether they're saved or unsaved, especially the body of Christ, we need to be encouraging one another and being a light to one another and being a light to this dark world as well. Okay. So sometimes the word can convict and it can sting and it can hurt and it can prick, right? And it can even cut sometimes. But here's the thing. Sometimes people get offended. But Jesus, let me tell you something. A lot of times the words that Jesus spoke, people would walk away. People would get upset. They would get mad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They wanted to kill him in the midst of it in his teaching. And, and the Lord had to hide him away. God had to hide him away. You know, you remember that watching that in, in the Jesus movies and reading about it. He, he had to hide him away because first of all, it wasn't time. It wasn't his time to fulfill the will of God, the ultimate will of God for him to die for us on the cross. God had to hide him away because people hated him for what he said. And that is just a part of being a Christian. That is the persecution that comes with it. But that's not going to stop me from sharing. That shouldn't stop you from sharing. It's not going to stop me from growing and maturing in my faith because I want to hear it. I want to be renewed. I want to be transformed by the word of God. I want to be changed by the truth. And I pray that for you as you're listening to the sound of my voice. I pray that for you. So hang on there. Do not go anywhere. We're almost through. All right. So. Jesus responds to the disciples when they asked him that question. Let's read on in verse 13. It says, Jesus replied, every plant not planted by my heavenly father will be uprooted. So ignore them. They are blind guides leading the blind. And if one blind person guides another, they will both fall into a ditch. Then Peter said to Jesus, explain to us the parable that says people aren't defiled by what they eat. So Jesus goes on to answer that question, right? Uh, and that is in 16. It says, don't you understand yet? Jesus asks, anything you eat passes through the stomach and then goes into the sewer. But the words you speak come from the heart. We're talking about the heart. We're talking about shielding and guarding and protecting our hearts. He says, but the words you speak come from the heart. That's what defiles you. For from the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, all sexual immorality, theft, lying, and slander. These are what defile you. Eating with unwashed hands will never defile you. So you see how those man-made rules, there are things, let me tell you, I'm going to pause it for a minute. I'm going to come back to everything else that Jesus said. Sometimes people will teach you things, even in church, even you may hear from your pastor and I'm not knocking your pastor, but you got to, even when I'm in church, I'm like, I'm still weighing it by truth. I'm still weighing it to see what does God's word say, okay? And what you have to do is weigh that according to what God is actually saying in the scriptures, because that's exactly what Jesus was saying. He was like, so you want them to listen to man-made rules. You don't want them to listen to what God actually said. And that's what he was saying. And I want to tell you that, listen to the word of God, obey the word of God. Jesus said, obey God's commands, obey his word. And then he tells us in scripture later on, he says, my commands are not burdensome. That's what Jesus said. My commands are not burdensome. If you want to know the commands of Jesus, read the gospels because you'll be able to see what Jesus was actually talking about in regards to the commands. It's far beyond the 10 commandments, just the 10 commandments. It is the 10 commandments. Okay. But it's more than that as well. Okay. So I did that before I like wrote out all the commands. I was like, Oh, okay. But he said, it's not burdensome. When the Lord calls us to follow and to obey and to live a righteous lifestyle, it's for not only our own good, but it's also going to be a blessing to other people. And again, people are going to be able to see and experience the goodness and the love and the compassion of God through our lifestyles. That's why this is so, so important. So when Jesus says, from the heart come evil thoughts. So if you're thinking evil thoughts, that's coming from the heart. 
murder that comes from the heart when people are doing things like that. But they can be changed. Paul was changed, right? He was persecuting and murdering Christians, but he was changed. It can be changed. So, but that all stemmed from his heart, but then he had a change of heart, right? A change of heart. That's what God is after. Adultery, that is a change of heart. If you feel like, hey, you're in an adulterous situation, or you are going into an adulterous situation, or you have committed adultery, let me tell you something. I want to encourage you and I want to warn you right now to stop. If you feel like you're thinking about it, you're you're starting to teeter on it, you're starting to get into it, you're entertaining it, maybe it's someone at work, maybe it's someone at church, maybe it's someone online or someone that you've met in your city or your community and you're married, I want to tell you to stop. Jesus is saying stop because this is defiling you. This is defiling your heart. And as a believer in Christ, we do not want to walk in sin, in habitual sin in that way. Can we be forgiven for adultery? 100%. Yes. But if you are in that situation, God is calling you out. If you feel like you're going into that situation, God is saying, back up. God is saying, call and reinforcements, pick up the phone, call a friend. I'm telling you right now, email me, let me know. I will pray for you. We can walk through this. I'm telling you because you do not want to hurt your family. You don't want to hurt your husband. If you're a man listening to this, you don't want to hurt your wife. And so a lot of people don't want to hear that, but it is. So stop where you're ahead. And if you are in it, ask for forgiveness and repent, turn away right now. All right, so let's let's go on. All sexual immorality. We see so much sexual immorality happening right now in our day. And God said, it's going to be just like it was in the days of Noah and Sodom and Gomorrah before I return. So we're seeing a lot of this happening. Has it been happening for a long time? Yes, but we know there's going to be a finale. There's going to be an end time generation that's going to be here. And the generation that's experiencing and seeing all those things, this culmination of all these things that Jesus talked about, when we see those things happening, then we know that Jesus is at the door. We know that that time is coming. All right. And that's going to be a horrible day for those who are not in Christ, who are not in the Lord. And that's why it's so important for us to live a righteous life in front of them. So they'll want what we have, which is Jesus, a life in him. And they will be about the father's business as well. And they'll make it in heaven safely. Okay. That's why this is so important. The other part is theft. If you're stealing, stop. Okay. If you have asked for forgiveness, turn around. Remember, we're doing a 180. We're not doing a 360. We're doing a 180, okay? We're changing, we're repenting. Jesus right now is calling. We see revival happening all over. Jesus is calling for repentance. It's like, get on the boat, okay? <laughs> there is a storm that is coming. Get on the boat before it's too late. That's what he's saying. Get all that stuff out of the way. Get out of, get it out of your life. Get your house in order. Get your heart right with me. Love me with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your strength, right? Get rid of the lying, he goes on to say. If you're lying, if you struggle with lying, stop, right? The Bible says no liars were into into the kingdom of heaven. So we want to make sure that if we're living a lifestyle of lying, if you struggle in this area, just ask the Lord, help me, Lord, to stop lying. The Bible says don't lie to your neighbor. Don't lie to the person you're talking to, right? That's what that's all about. God does not want us, you or me, to be lying. So if that is a struggle, then ask the Lord to help you read on scriptures on it because that's going to help you just feast on like maybe 10 scriptures and just read, recite it over and over and over again. And I'm telling you, the time you want to lie is like the Holy Spirit is going to like help you to just shut that mouth and don't do it. <laughs> okay, so 
Slander, same thing. Don't slander your neighbor. Don't slander your friends. Don't slander, you know, church members or your pastor or anything like that. Don't slander anyone. Don't slander your husband. Don't slander, you know, your family members. Those have, I'm telling you, God says, don't do it. Because here's the thing. You wouldn't want somebody to do that to you, right? You wouldn't want somebody to be gossiping about you. So whatever you don't want someone to say about you, like do unto others as you would have them do unto yourself, right? So that's the thing. We want to be able to treat others the way that we want to be treated. And so keep that in mind. All right. Because this is what scripture tells us. These are what defile you. These are what defile us, you and me. I'm not exempt. I listen to all of this. I hear all of this. And I want to live a life that pleases the Lord. A woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. That is what the Proverbs 31 says scripture, passage of scripture talks about. We want to be women who fear the Lord. And that is a reverential fear of God, but it's also an Israelite fear of God, right? The word of God stands forever. He doesn't change with time. And so we want to make sure that we are living a life that is pure, that is holy, that is just, that is right. And this isn't legalism that I'm sharing with you. I just read to you the words of Jesus. Go back and read Matthew 15. Read the whole passage of scripture. You can read Matthew 15, 1 through 20, as we just read through, and continue on. Dive into it even deeper. But let me tell you something. This right here is all about spiritual maturity. God is calling us to guard our hearts, shield our hearts in these turbulent times. All right? We got this. We can do this. Thanks so much for joining me. Well, I pray that this episode has helped you. Also, if you need prayer or just want to let me know how this episode has served you, you can email me directly at insideoutwithcourtney at gmail.com. Also, be sure to connect with me on social media, subscribe to the Inside Out with Courtney podcast and blog, and don't forget to tell other women about it. I'd also love it if you could leave a review and also don't forget to grab a freebie of your choice at CourtneyRichard.com. If you're hosting an event, let me know all about it by visiting CourtneyRichard.com slash booking. Now, before I go, I just want to take a quick moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with me on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. And let me tell you something, they've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and so much more. All right, that's it for now. Until next time, remember, Jesus Christ is coming back soon. So let's get ready from the inside out. Looking for ways to stay positive? Brighten your day with the free story behind podcast. Hear weekly short stories that showcase true joy, love, and hope. Listen now at lifeaudio.com or by searching for Story Behind wherever you get your podcasts.